Super Talk Mississippi media production. What if everyone was turning their head to look at you with a brand new Flowmaster exhaust system from Exhaust Pro in Macomb on Georgia Avenue? Cruise in style with Exhaust Pro of Macomb on Georgia Avenue. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View, the show that every single day celebrates the men and women who are making Coast of Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and play. Hey, listen, uh, got a treat today, and it's a bit of a buildup. So let me uh, let me start with this. Gulfport has a, a lot of special communities, a lot of historic communities. It would take several shows to tell the stories of, of all the historic communities that are part of Gulfport. This is true of every community across coast of Mississippi. Each has its own special sense of place. And it's these collection of communities that make Coastal Mississippi such a great place to live. Um, but one is a, is, a, is a particular neighborhood that is it's, it's quite a historic neighborhood, I might add, in Gulfport that is uh, it's been referred to as the historic district of Gulfport, 2nd Street. And it, let me tell you about where it is if you don't know, because people who from from other communities may not necessarily know. But it starts about a mile east of downtown Gulfport. It runs south of the CSX Railroad. And um, it's about a block off the beach. So this is an area like so many in coastal Mississippi that was challenged very significantly by Hurricane Katrina. I remember as publisher of the Sun-Herald, all the stories we did about the recovery efforts that were taking place in in um, in, in the Second Street neighborhood or Second Street community. Um, here's something from the Sun Herald that I that I ran across. This was written not long after the storm, and it it, it was uh, sort of a subtext to a, a bigger story about Second Street. But the headline on this is said, "What Katrina did." And it said this, Katrina's strong winds and, and storm surge decimated most of the homes on historic 2nd Street in Gulfport. Most of the homes that Katrina did not flatten have major structural damage. And this was just right after Hurricane Katrina. Later in 2007, Tracy Dash wrote this for, at the Sun-Herald. Hurricane Katrina destroyed most of the homes on Gulfport 2nd Street, but the storm didn't destroy the community spirit displayed every Sunday when neighbors there get together for lunch. It was just um, a great telling of the effort, the, the incredible effort to get to the point that they were in 2007. Not nearly recovered yet, but but it was a, it was a progress report, so to speak. And what you saw in that story, incidentally, was the spirit of those who live on 2nd Street. The, they had such a spirit to want to rebuild their community. Um, and I, I would say that, that that part of the Second Street story, the spirit of those who live on Second Street, has been uh, one of the more often written about things here in coastal Mississippi as it relates to Hurricane Katrina. But what that story tells you, that spirit tells you, is that what so many of us learned so deep in our souls after Katrina, and that is that buildings do not make a community. It's the people that make the community. So... Once those people from Second Street sort of identified with that reality, they weren't willing to move. Oh, certainly some had to move temporarily away, waiting for temporary housing to pop up or maybe their structural you know, uh, corrections or fixes on their house. But at the end of the day, 
the the resurgence and renewal of Second Street after Katrina has been one of the more inspiring stories to watch. And it, the people there, like so many other people across coastal Mississippi, really define resilience. My friend uh, Frank Willen posted something recently from E Motivational Spark. It's just a, a Facebook page that shares motivational uh, thoughts. And here is one. I don't know who said this, but it said this. When someone says you can't do it, do it twice and take pictures. I just thought that was perfect. If you think about the the pictures uh, these days of Second Street, it's really an exclamation point to, to that quote that the people of of uh, Second Street proved that they can they can they can not only come back but they can literally renew their community in ways that are truly inspiring and they did take the pictures for sure they did it twice and they took the pictures i'm really thrilled today to have with me my old friend billy rubel and my dear friend matt mcdonald who are the co-founders of the second street social club we're going to talk about an upcoming mardi gras parade but we're we're really just going to have a conversation about Second Street and its significance and the people there and all the activities that these two guys have been involved in. How are you guys doing? Fine, thank you. Hey, you know what, Ricky, you talked about uh, doing it and taking a picture twice. You know, we were told, or I was told during the during the pandemic that we couldn't have any gatherings on Second Street, and and I just moved there and I wanted to meet a bunch of the cool people that live there and I, that that I'd heard about. And that's kind of how the Second Street Social Club got started, was we were told we couldn't do it. So we planned on how to do it when we could do it. And then now we're taking the picture twice. <laughs> hey, you know what's interesting, Matt and Billy? And, and Billy, I'll come to you in a second. But what's interesting is that, Matt, you were over in Ocean Springs, a councilman in Ocean Springs. You've been at the Mississippi Gulf Coast Coliseum and Convention Center all these years. You're regular on the show to talk about that. But you, you, when you moved to Second Street, you, uh, you sort of found a special place, didn't you? I did, and you know it, it was hard leaving Ocean Springs after 32 years and serving 24 years uh, as a member of the Board of Aldermen there and making an impact to the city, particularly the downtown area. But when I decided to move, it was best for me and my family to, to get a fresh look at some other things. And it took a lot of coaxing to get my wife to move. But when we rolled down Second Street, she said, this is where I want to build our final home. And this will be the last place that we move to. And we've loved every minute of it. The people there are incredible. The views, uh, the, the scenery, just the whole ambience of the street, plus the history that I have learned so much about in this uh, year and a half process of creating uh, along with Billy Rubel the Second Street Social Club and Billy's affectionately known as the mayor of Second Street and there's a reason because he knows just about everybody on the street. Well you know as, as he knows Billy and I kind of grew up together we grew up in Bellevue and we both went to the Bellevue school system and Gulfport East and uh, we've always just had tremendous admiration for one another. But if I, I look back in Billy's past, I think about this, that I, I don't think I know a more popular person. I mean, Billy literally is one of the most popular people in Gulfport. And I think it's because, Billy, because your your personality is so vivacious and you have a great way of connecting with people. Similarly, it reminds me of my brother-in-law, Mac Harper, who you know well. You remember names and phone numbers and, you know, stories about people and all that. 
that's what it takes to connect with people. But you've uh, you've always loved people, haven't you, my friend? I sure have. Bubba, I've known you. Excuse me, Ricky. No, I've, Bubba, you call me Bubba I've for known sure. You, since you were Bubba. I've known you since I've known you fifty years, which that's just that's telling our age. I, you grew up on the corner of uh, Quincy, Bayou Circle, and 54th Street at 5312 Quincy Avenue. <laughs> across, across the street from the Whites, uh, next door to, I don't know, but then Nancy Pippen, the Morses, and at the very end, our good friend Raymond Seal. And yes. then John and Gemma lived across the street. <laughs> well, uh, you know, we had a, that neighborhood was awesome, man, because you had yeah. uh, had Gordon Myrick and you had Roy Anderson and Farrell Monty Simpkins and Farrell Allman. I mean, you just go around that go around that block. It was just a lot of dynamic families came out of that area. The, block. the Benefields, the Williams, the Hopkins, the Flanagan's, the Corey's, the Clements. I mean, Mac Murphy's. The Sinopolis, which are also known as the Sinopolis. Yeah. <laughs> right, of course. Of Bill Dukes. So, I mean, so, so many of them. It's just a great story. But were you you were over on Popular Circle, right? Is that, do I remember that we right? On, it was popular, right? We were on Popular Circle, and we had Woody Bailey, the Bells, the Allens, uh, the Stanleys, the Scarboroughs, the Holders, the Rubles, the Whites, the Allgoods, the Dabs, Ben Young. We had a class. We had a. We had a neighborhood. There were some characters over there, and so many, so many, uh, so many of those names are still very significant names in in coastal Mississippi today. So, you know, it was you know, Billy. I miss those days in Bellevue. You know, the, you know, the social media and the way of the worlds and the polarized world that we live in today. We were kind of raised in a sterile environment in a lot of ways, weren't we? We were. Bellevue was a classic. I mean, we had a good life out there. And Second Street actually is a lot like Bioview, isn't it? It is. I didn't. I didn't grow up on Second Street. I was a Bioview guy. And after the storm, I purchased some property down there. But my father did grow up in that neighborhood district. He was born in '23, so he spent a lot of my historical information I get is from Bill Rubel. And, and you yeah. know, Ricky, um, yeah. some of our sponsors. We've got a lot of sponsors that have gotten behind this uh, group because of. How we present things and and the and the people that have joined and the and the fun that they have with at our events, um, a lot of them grew up on Second Street and some of them still live on Second Street. And I go back to the Milner family and and the Bertusi family. All those guys were were on Second Street and some of them lost their homes and some of them rebuilt, some of them didn't. But the roots run real deep on Second Street, and that isn't just from the oak trees. You know what's interesting? I went and reading and reading about Second Street, and we don't have the time to go through the whole history because it's there's a it, it's connection to Gulfport's history and uh, and when it started to evolve as a community. I mean, it's a it's a really fascinating story. But on the other side, I came across the National Registry of Historic Places registration form about Second Street that describes the the architecture of Second Street. I want to I'll just I'll sing a few. A few bars from that when we come back on the other side but we're with uh, Matt McDonald and Billy Rubel and we'll continue our conversation about the emergence of the Second Street Social Club we'll see you after this Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. 
His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We're having a conversation about the Second Street community, and eventually we'll talk about the emergence of the Second Street Social Club that Billy Rubel and Mac McDonald. Uh, co-founded, and so that's a, that's a cool story in and of itself. But let me what I was what I was referring to in this uh, application that I found. It's it's uh, let me get back up here to the top. It's uh, an application for the National Register of Historic Places, and uh, it was submitted, and it had a listing of the various styles of homes on Second Street. So when you go down Second Street today, you have a sense that, you know, this is kind of a new feel. This is kind of a, this is somebody restored something that was really special there. And, and you feel this eclecticness of it. That's that's what you feel. There's certainly tremendous history that has been, that has been restored. I remember after Katrina, when we did the uh, charrettes with the 100 architects and planners for, as part of the governor's commission, Andreas Duani, the famed architect and planner who is the father of new urbanism, he said of us that if you have a column left, just a column left, rebuild it because so much of our history was going to get lost. Well, in this uh, in this, this this application, it lists the architectural styles that are represented in what they call the Second Street Historic District. And I'm not going to read them all, but I'm just going to read a few to you. Craftsman, bungalow, vernacular, colonial revival, uh, vernacular bungalow, Queen Anne, folk Victorian ranch, neolectic, post-Katrina coastal, neo, neo bungalow, Tudor, commercial vernacular. I mean, the list just goes on from there. But what that tells you that people put a lot of thought into the architecture of of Second Street. That it was some continue to represent this incredible connection it had back to sort of the advent of Gulfport, which Gulfport at the port. Uh, the the pine forests and 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 uh, exporting those and the role that all of our forefathers had in, in the in the founding of Gulfport. Gulfport was uh, excuse me Second Street was if you if you look back in the history Second Street and Broadmoor and those areas Seward City which is across the tracks all sort of began to evolve at about the same time. But Billy, you've got a connection back to all that, don't you? Yes, sir. Because my dad was grown here, we grew up here, and. Where Regions Bank is in downtown Gulfport, my dad was born right there at uh, King Daughters Hospital, by where, next to where John Gemma and St. Peter's used to be before, before the casino bought them out and whatever. But uh, yeah, my dad's family, where Regions Bank is, Ms. Rubel, my grandmother, who I never met, she had years ago before they had apartment complexes, they had flop houses or boarding houses. And Ms. Rubel had a three story house where Regions is, right by the bank, right across from. The Daily Herald, Bubba. And yeah. Anyway, Ms. Rubel had it was had three stories. On the top, the Rubel family lived. The second floor was rooms around it, and on the bottom, she served three hots a day. So anyway, yeah, I, I did, my dad was born in '23 in downtown Gulfport, so I do have a little history, and he was big on telling me everything. I, I soaked it up. Hey, it's interesting. Interesting, you mentioned John Gemma. Gemma. I mean, they were also raised across the street from me, Mr. Jim. I remember going in. He had the he had the uh, the dealership there on on, on past. Uh, excuse me, on Highway 90, and uh, Liz and John and Mario. Yeah, right. I, yeah. So, gosh, man, it's, it's so interesting how it all comes back to you. But 
Uh, I remember walking in their house and behind their bar had a picture of uh, Bob Hope standing with John Gemma. He was quite, quite the character for sure. Yes, <laughs> but we, we saw a lot of history. But, you know, coming back to Second Street, though, it's incredible what that community did to rebuild after Katrina. And um, Billy, what brought you there? You know, that's a hard one. I'll tell you what, when my, after my mother passed away in 2013, I was either going to stay out in Bellevue where I lived or I was going to build a house on Second Street. And I never, I never forget this. I called my friend Mike Cassidy, and who, Mike, if you know Mike, he, they, they started Cassidy and Associates in 1947, and they closed out in 2017, but they still were bought up by a company called, they were smart enough to keep the name Cassidy Acadia. But long story short, I, sometimes I get lost and get ahead of myself, but uh, I called Cassidy and said, should I build a house out there on Poplar Circle where I grew up or Second Street? I, no hesitation. Second Street, and I'm glad. I'm glad I bought, I, I bought a lot there, and I built right behind Bradford O'Keefe Funeral Home. And I'm also two houses up from my brother Norman, which I don't know. <laughs> well, you know what's what's interesting? It is uh, it's sort of the city hall now, isn't it, for Second Street? Yeah, since you're the mayor of Second Street. That's what Matt calls. There's a lot of meetings that have happened there on that front porch, and actually, kind of the birth of the Second Street Social Club really uh, took shape right there but you know when he was talking about living behind a funeral home second street has its own central business district which is really cool in the middle of an old historic neighborhood uh you've got bradford o'keefe you've got uh, rip daniel's place the almanette which is a wonderful bed and breakfast great food he's now got a little outdoor patio where he does live entertainment occasionally uh you've got rob stinson over there it was so salute nice. Uh, you've got the chimneys, you've got the Marriott Hotel. All of those businesses fit in like a glove without causing any hardship to any of the neighbors. And they bring tax revenue and create jobs for the for people that live in, and, and, and play in Gulfport. And yet it's right there in our front yards. And it's a great, great uh, compliment to Second Street. It really is. Hey, have you guys done a census? I'm just, I'm actually curious. How many of the residents of Second Street were there before, and of course, still there after Katrina? And how many are new to the community? Do you know that that, that number? That would be a Billy question. I, I don't, but there are a lot. A lot of there. A lot did not come back. I know that my family, my brother Norman, the house he's in was built in 1923. My dad's, my dad also had a house his parents in addition to living on the corner of 22nd avenue and 14th street where regions bank is my dad grew up on 18th avenue and right behind that my little brother norman lives but my aunt built a house there in 23 so my family has been there forever and i stayed at norman's house until about six o'clock that morning and left during katrina wow it was really wow. cool well there are a lot of great uh, a lot of uh her her heroic and uh incredibly courageous stories of people who stayed there unfortunately like i stayed i stayed at my house on back bay you know not probably pro well for sure the poorest decision i ever made in my life but um and thank god we're all most of us lived to tell about it unfortunately you know unfortunately some didn't live to tell about it but that's uh that was a tough time wasn't it billy it was and let me uh, interrupt you i didn't answer your question very well how many people have come back there's a few. I think of Mike Cassidy. I think of the Barretts, um, Peter Barrett, Scotty Barrett, Garzulo, who just passed away, Shannon Weatherly. The Bernheim. Bernheim family has nine kids, and they're, the youngest one is a year younger than me. 
the oldest one's probably 25. Anyway, long story short, there were nine Bernheim kids that grew up on Second Street, and I think we have six of them that have come back, and they love the community, just the the feeling of community and community pride. And anyway, back to uh, – you know, our queen last year, um, Peggy, Peggy Rowland, and Peggy Rowland, the home she sits on, that dirt has been in their family since 1900. Okay, see, these are things that I didn't know about. I've lived there for almost four years now, but every week when I meet new people that are joining the club or I see them at a, a club function, um, I learned this stuff and it's fascinating and it makes me even more proud to say that my, my address is on 2nd Street in Gulfport. It really does. Well, again, it's one of the original outgrowths of downtown Gulfport. I mean, it was a, a place where a lot of the forefathers, uh, the, you know, the initial settlers of, of Gulfport lived, a lot of the leaders lived initially and, uh, and it just, it grew from there. But, you don't you don't realize that history till you till you, till you tell a story like Peggy Rollins family and how far back they go and how they kept it kept it in the family. That's that's the most that's part of the one of the most interesting parts of the story is they're able to kind of keep it together over all these years, isn't it? Well, and, and you see that to where families are passing land down from generation to generation and homes are, are, are being remodeled or torn down and, and new homes are being built on the same dirt. Um, just the property that I owned, uh, a former United States Senator, Pat Harrison, you know, everybody's heard of the Pat Harrison waterway and different uh, uh, public works projects with his name on it. He grew up at that piece of dirt that I live on at 711 Second Street. So somebody asked me, he said, you're a politician. You're moving to where a politician lived. I said, there's no connections. Believe me. I'm not <laughs> running for anything, man. I'm done. <laughs> Again, uh, so, so I mean, literally, you could probably go you know, house by house, plot by plot, and find an incredible story that reaches way back into uh, coastal Mississippi's history. Hey, Billy, before we get too far away, in the next section, we'll, we'll talk more about the emergence of the Second Street Social Club. But tell me about your business, Billy. Well, years ago, I cut grass for a living when I was a kid. And I, instead of going to McDonald's, there you go, there you go, back <laughs> to work by Billy Rubel. Uh, anyway, I used to, as a kid, I cut grass. And then I went to Ole Miss for a couple of years. And Dad, after after some C's and D's and occasional B, I came on home and I I went to JD and that's where I, I had the pleasure of seeing you. Yes. Hey, why don't we? Hey, let's do this. We'll pick up at JD right there on the other side. We'll hear the rest of Billy's story as it relates to the business he's in today. Tractor work by Billy Rubel. He does major demolition work and other stuff. And uh, and then we'll talk about how Billy and Matt came together around this idea to form the Second Street Social Club. That is, uh, it's really turned into some neat events and a great way to bring the community together. So we'll see you after this break. for free to the Coast View Podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. 
Welcome back to Coast View. I have my friends Billy Rubel and Mac McDonald, and we're going to talk more here shortly about the emergence of the Second Street Social Club that, that has come out of that terrific historic community. Um, but before we went to break, we we're talking a little bit about Billy's business and the Billy and the business he's in. But let me tell you a quick story about Billy before we go any further. I had this uh, Matt and I hey, have been Matt. on the show many times before. We've had numerous opportunities to to chat here on Coast View about the incredible work that he does at the Coast Coliseum. And I have, along the way, we've chatted about the Second Street Social Club that has emerged as this cool entity that brings the community together, that gives people an opportunity to be engaged in that community. And um, so fast forward a little bit, um, they were, there were some posts about the upcoming Mardi Gras parade. And I sent Matt a note and I said, you know, we need to get together. You and Billy and I need to get together. Well, the first uh, mention of this to Billy was absolutely not. There's absolutely no way he's going to do a radio show with us. And I sent him a note and just said, trust me, Billy, trust me. And next thing I hear, he's he's going to do it. He's going to do it. Well, I mean, it's, I was a little bit surprised he didn't want to do it. First of all, he's, the again, one of the most popular people in Gulfport. Secondly, he is the, the mayor of Second Street. And then lastly, of course, he's a walking history book for you know this part of uh, – of Gulfport. So um, with that said, Billy, I'm thrilled that you decided to be on with me. And you, obviously the listeners can already decide for with me that it was a good good decision that you made to join me. But you were talking about, uh, you know, you went to JD and um, and you went on to finish your degree, but you can you, you pick it up from there. Yeah, well, I told you I went to Ole Miss and after lackluster performance there, dad said no more. So I came back to, and did like everybody did. I went to JD for a couple of years or a few semesters, and then I went back to Southern Miss, paid for it myself, and graduated. It's funny how that works out. But uh, <laughs> I went to I went to Madison, Mississippi, and I lived there almost 20 years. But I I had a professional coat and tie job for a short period, and I got a little sidetracked, and I got back into the grass cutting business. I bought a tractor, and that evolved into another tractor, and I now am in the demo business. I tear up a demo houses, buildings, take up Katrina slabs, move dirt, whatever it takes to do with heavy machinery. Yeah, I see all your posts, and uh, it's clear that you're pretty efficient at it because you get called to do it often. And uh, when you're called, it usually means uh, some progress is going to happen. Clearly, that's what that means. Um, And it's kind of become your niche, hasn't it? It sure has. In addition to now, I'm a podcaster and a promoter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome to the Billy Rubel Show, everybody. And uh, the oh, people from oh, Gulfport no. will know this. One, one last thing, Billy. You've been, you've been involved in the Gulfport Yacht Club for your entire life. And so a lot of the connections with Gulfport come through your involvement at the Yacht Club, doesn't it? It does. I mean, I, I, I think I, my dad, he was the Commodore in 65, and I've just been down there part of my life. I've had a few... Um, I've gotten out a few times, asked, maybe asked to leave a few times, but I'm back, <laughs> back in good standing, and it's all good, as they say. Well, that's uh, everybody's got a story, right? Everybody's got a story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and Billy's got his as well. So, so Matt, coming over to you, you know, you you moved to the community. And uh, I can remember, I literally remember the day you moved into your house, the post that you posted and how proud you were to be there, the view that you had from your house. 
um, just a sense of not just accomplishment for your family, but this the sense that you found a place to, as you put it, permanently put your anchor. But that really meant that to you, didn't it? It did. I mean, I had a lot of great years and got a lot accomplished and, and, and really had fabulous friends and, and relationships over in Ocean Springs. But when, I, when my wife and I decided to move, we wanted a place that we could call home and that we felt comfortable uh, when we finally get to retire, which is not that much longer. So that was met beyond any shadow of a doubt by the move to Second Street. But what's happened since we've gotten there, and it's no surprise to the people that know me, I like to get involved. I got involved, and that's why I ran for public office in Ocean Springs. I will not run for public office ever again. So anybody in Goldport that thinks that 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 was my reason to move there, they're dead wrong. I will not run for public office in the city of Goldport or anywhere else again. I've done my time. You will be divorced. (laughs) Yeah, my wife probably (laughs) would leave me. But 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 nonetheless, though, I can still get involved, and that's really what what the Second Street Social Club allowed me to do. Not only did it give me uh, something to focus on and sink my teeth into and, 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 and hone some of my marketing and event-related skills, it also allowed me to meet all of these people y'all been talking about for the last 30 minutes. And, and while I don't know a third of the people, maybe not even 20% of the people Billy knows, the 20% that he has introduced me to are some of the nicest, most interesting characters uh, that have a lot of history in the city of Gulfport. No, how'd you meet Billy? I'll let Billy tell that story. Well, now, Matt would ride by my good friend, Mark Slogel, who I, I want to give a shout out to because he listens to you every day. Uh, anyway, hello, Slogel. Uh, Matt, during the pandemic, is about the time Matt got here. A little, little pandemic was in... Um, in 20, and I got here in 19. Okay. In October of 20, Matt would always pass by, and I'd be sitting on my front porch in the afternoons. He'd want to know if I had a cure for the coronavirus well anyway one day one day during the middle of cruising the coast i got on my golf cart by myself loaded up my ice chest with a couple of cold ones and i rode down i live in the 1700 block and he lives in the 700 block so obviously i rode 10 blocks down the sidewalk and i got down to right where matt lives and where he lives right behind where terry green who owns the casino with rick carter he was sitting right on his sidewalk so i couldn't even get by so I pulled up, I said, hey, Mac, how you doing? And we sat down and started talking. And what I had never talked to Matt. He knew who I was, and I knew who he was. Go figure. Uh, <laughs> anyway, he knew who my brother John was. But, Matt, I'm going to defer to you because we, we were talking. We sat there and talked about an hour about 67, 69 Camaro or whatever. And Well, the, the, the 20, if you remember, Ricky, the 2020 um, cruising was a bit abbreviated because of COVID, but it still happened, which was a good thing for the coast to have that event still take place. So Billy and I kind of struck up a conversation, and I told him about my idea about wanting to do some bands in my backyard and invite some of my friends and some of the new people I'd met in, in uh, Gulfport over. But Billy Hughes, the mayor of Gulfport, says absolutely not. There won't be any gatherings. You know, we can't have these gatherings because of the spread of the of the COVID. So that kind of got us thinking, well, we can still plan. And when the COVID's over, we're going to do something. And that's really how the Second Street Social Club got born. It started with the Mardi Gras parade, no floats, golf carts, vintage cars, bicycles, uh, side-by-sides, ATVs. Um, we hadn't had a ride in lawnmower yet, but we will accept it. If we it do won't. have a tractor. We do have an orange tractor. <laughs> and that orange tractor does a lot of good. It, it leads the parade. 
and we are able to collect big can goods for Feed My Sheep. Uh, that is our charity that we have selected. We only went with one where we could have some impact. And that charity, uh, now in uh, less than a year's time, we've collected over $5,000 for that charity and probably a half a semi-load of big canned goods. And we're going to do it again during Mardi Gras because there's a lot of generous people that live on 2nd Street. A lot of well, you had you had uh, You had their first one last year. In February of 22, and as, as you mentioned earlier, Peggy Ryland, who had this great historical connection back at 2nd Street, where's your queen? And it was just kind of low-key, neat thing. Billy Hughes, Billy Hughes was our king. We figured if we made the real mayor king, <laughs> we'd get a lot of love. Well, and, of course, he lives on the beach at the corner of Highway 90 and Hughes, with the, he backs up the 2nd Street, so he has a huge vested interest in, in this effort. We have dubbed the Second Street neighborhood a district, and you were talking about the boundaries. It's really simple. Federal Courthouse, south of the tracks to Highway 90, Federal Courthouse to Centennial Plaza. That is our Second Street neighborhood district. Yeah. Well, Matt, what's cool about what you did, and you mentioned it, you know, you, you've you had a history at uh, the Coast Coliseum as a, literally an entrepreneur. As we've talked about many times that the, you don't get – Free money coming your way if you don't make money. It you have to your P and L is your lifeblood, which means you have to run it like a business. It's not like a governmental entity. Right. And so you have to be incredibly entrepreneurial. You have to be a little bit Barnum and Bailey, and uh, you are. And so those are the skills. That is a compliment to me. Uh, P T Barnum was probably the greatest promoter that ever lived. So that's a compliment. Thank well, you. Well, and it, it, I, I meant it to be. And so you bring that skill set to this community that you're new to as a way of sort of bringing everybody together and uh and the evolution has been incredible to watch it happen so you guys had this like this idea it uh who who named it incidentally um i think it was really a joint venture and because i, I remember telling billy though i said billy this is going to be um i won't say easy but it's going to work because we're taking a street second street and we're creating a brand out of it and that's really what we did Second Street, everybody knows where it is. They knows what the ambience is, the character of it. And we developed a brand that does special events that people want to be at, they want to join, and they want to have fun, and we keep doing it. I think I think it's incredible. For the final segment, which we're coming up to after this break, we'll talk about the evolution of this organization and the upcoming Mardi Gras Parade. We'll see you Ooh. after this. All right. Thank you. Also, listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Speaking of amazing entrepreneurs, Frank Willem, who uh, posts a lot of, of uh, quotes on his Facebook page, a good friend of mine. He's been on the show before. Great entrepreneur. But, uh, you know, this quote, when someone says you can't do it, do it twice and take pictures. That's not just a story about Second Street's emergence after Hurricane Katrina, but it's really the story of the Second Street Social Club's emergence 
because you kind of were told you can't do it initially and you were cool. But in the meantime, you sort of got your homework done and, uh, and move forward. Like we were saying during the break, your marketing and promotion capabilities with Billy's knowledge of people and connection to people, marrying those two things together really turned out to be a pretty amazing organization, didn't it? It's, a, it's been the most unique partner I've ever had in my entire career, for sure. But you know what, though? When Billy asked me, uh, he said, how do you think we'll do? And I told him, I said, I think we'll do 50. Go ahead, Billy. Tell him what you and said. I said, no, I got a lot more confidence in myself than that. We can get, we'll definitely, we'll get over 100 for sure. Well, we got 340 first year. Members. 340 wow. people wanted to be a part of what we had created. And because of that, and, and, and because of the success we had last year with, with uh, Peggy Rowland as our queen and Billy Hughes as our king, and, and Billy and I got to participate. He was the captain. I was the grand marshal. Well, this year we're going to do it a little bit different, but we've added more events. So far, we've done three this year, or the Mardi Gras will be our third event, and we've got two more that we've not announced yet. So we have taken one Mardi Gras parade last year and turned it into five events that our members get to enjoy throughout the year. And you know what? Your, your, your connection, you, got the, you sort of got the best event facility, don't you, at the end of that street? Centennial Plaza yeah. is a hidden gem. I mean, it is one of the most magnificent pieces of real estate anywhere on the coast. I mean, there's a lot of nice places. I mean, Gulf Park Campus uh, with USM reminds me a little bit of that. But Centennial Plaza has just got so much potential. And I, I, I'm anxiously watching and waiting for it just to continue to get bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, it's a great story. Here it was, this sort of taken-for-granted VA hospital and uh, Katrina hits. It was damaged. Uh, Mayor Brent War went on a mission, and of course, ultimately, it was donated back to the city. They spent a ton of federal money there to, you know, replace windows and 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 help the uh, and, and and fix the roofs and make them sort of viable for future buildings. And then, of course, you had this incredible development that started to take place there. And um, gosh, it's amazing how it all connects together, isn't it? It does, and 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 it's so. It's so, I won't say easy, but it's so convenient to have all these pieces that we can plug and play and the cooperation that we get from so many folks and the amount of sponsors. The local sponsorship has been phenomenal. Last year, we had 13 um, local businesses sponsor. This year, we're at 24. Right? More people want to be a part of it. But one thing that, talking about Centennial, our parade ends there on February 19th. Our parade will start by north of the aquarium between uh, Goldport PD and the federal courthouse, Dan M. Russell Jr. Federal Courthouse. And we'll roll down uh, 2nd Street and we end at Centennial. And then we're a little bit different than any other Mardi Gras group or any other association that does a Mardi Gras parade. We have a three and a half hour concert after the parade that's included is being a member in a group. And Billy, I'll let you tell about the bands we have. Bands, we have a good R&B group. Starts at 2.30, D. Saunders and Friends. It's a nice soulful sound with horns. Then we have our good friend Mark Slogel and his group. Uh, more rock and roll. And then we close with my good friend Blaine Ashley Stars Band, who plays all over the coast. So we have we have three bands on, from 2.30 till 6.30. On Hopefully we have good weather on Sunday, February 19th. What what a what a cool deal, man! What a cool deal! And um, 
the the participation from Second Street has exceeded your expectations, oh, and, <laughs> and the holdouts, if there are any, probably are thinking twice about it and saying, "You know what? I'm joining in. I got to be part of this." Uh, look, we get Billy gets mail and Billy gets mail every day, and I laugh. He says, "Boy, you you, you go on Facebook a whole lot." I said, "You still get mail." He says every day, so <laughs> it's working. But you know, um, uh, you see this the 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 yard sign behind us. You ride down Second Street and you count all the houses that have these yard signs in their front yard. I laugh at that every day. It's like, wow, man, these people have bought in. They they like it. One of the byproducts that we've been talking about is that feel of community. And I've had realtors, Ricky, and I'm not exaggerating when I tell you this. I've had competent, prominent real estate agents tell me that what we have done has has helped continue to hold the value and increase the value of real estate on Second Street. Now, I don't know if I bought that yet, but there are people dialing into what we're doing and want to be on Second Street because of it. No, hey, no, I buy it completely. And in fact, before you brought it up, I was about to make exactly that point, that the sense of community, if you think about this, that sense of place sense of place, how people, this emotional connection people have to a place. That sense of place is what makes all these collection of communities so important to coastal Mississippi. Think about downtown Bay St. Louis and downtown Ocean Springs and just hearing that, what, what that conjures up in your mind. The same things occurring in 2nd Street, the sense of community. And people want to be part of that. And with that, with that sort of, you know, the more people who want to be part of it, that demand creates value. And that's what it's all about. At the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Hey, we're out of time, but Billy, it's been a great pleasure. Um, you can you can join me any day. And Matt, as you know, you and I have a long history together. I look forward to having you back, my friend. February 19th, be on 2nd Street because it's coming up back again for the second year. Here you go. Here you go. Hey, have a great day and we'll see Thanks, you tomorrow. Follow Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.